Hello everyone, I'm your host Roman Garcia from Nerd Support and welcome to the Creating a Culture of Innovation podcast. We're here to highlight up and coming and growing businesses that want to show off their culture and what makes them stand out with technology. Our goal is to educate our audience about having a strong IT and cybersecurity infrastructure and showing how other businesses are leveraging technology in order to succeed. Nerd Support is an award-winning managed service provider that's been helping businesses in the U.S. and around the world with managed IT, consulting, and cloud solutions for almost 20 years. If you found what we talked about in today's episode valuable and are looking to advance your business's technology strategy, we can offer you a free IT consultation where we examine your technology, cybersecurity, and compliance so we can take care of your IT and you can focus on the growth of your business. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast, you can apply at cacoi.nerdsupport.com slash podcast. And to learn how Nerd Support can help you succeed with technology, visit us at nerdsupport.com. All right, enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Creating a Culture of Innovation podcast. I'm your host, Roman Garcia, and I'm joined today by yet another business leader who's cultivating a culture of innovation within her business, Jesse Park. Jesse is the founder and president of Inspired Insurance Solutions, which is an insurance brokerage that has a passion for helping people specializing in the health in the healthcare and life insurance sector while offering a variety of insurance solutions to their clients nationwide. I did my homework. <laughs> thanks for <laughs> thanks for coming on, Jesse. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. All right. Great. So, of course. We, ha we have had an insurance expert on here before with Jeffrey of Rightshare. So I'm interested to see if you, uh, if or how your perspective is different from, from theirs. So let's get right into it. Okay. Okay, so Jesse, tell me a little bit and the audience about your business's mission statement. What does Inspired Insurance Solutions do for businesses around you? Uh, what do you do for them around you to help them succeed? Sure. So Inspired Insurance Solutions, we focus our, our primary concern and expertise is in life, health, group, Medicare, annuities, and fixed benefit plans like supplementals, dental visions, and things like that. So what we like to do, we really mainly work with an individual on an individual basis, and we'll help them find the right health insurance for them. And then, of course, additionally, we offer life, dental vision, and we can do financial planning like annuities and 401k. So um, each of our agents are, are responsible for cultivating that relationship with their clients, but we highly encourage that. We do trainings all the time. We have weekly trainings. We have group chats, mentorship to make sure that our agents are are doing that for their clients all right that's great great um great mission statement there in terms of uh how you want to uh, you decide to start inspired uh inspired solutions what made you want to start it and did you have any inspirational figures in uh in your life to take it on yeah, sure. So I actually, uh, you know, I'll link. This is kind of a long, a long answer, you know. Uh, but so I, sure. So I, uh, I actually fell into the insurance industry. I uh, was been a single mom and worked the corporate world my whole life essentially, and um, I got let go from a job very suddenly, and I ended up on unemployment and food stamps. And in Florida, unemployment is only two hundred fifty dollars a week. So I was struggling. I was very, um, you know, on the brink of, you know, just 
poverty and and trying to find a job again and going out with my resume you know I graduated college I did all the right things you're supposed to do but I still ended up in that situation and yeah. um, I got offered a commission only job selling insurance and uh, that that particular agency I didn't take a liking to and that was my introduction into the insurance world however despite all their shortcomings I actually saw potential in the industry in general uh, it was the first time I'd ever heard words like residual income or what that means in order to get paid forever on a policy for work that you do for one time so it sparked an interest and it showed me that there's another opportunity out there instead of trading time for money which is you know getting paid hourly or salary or whatever so I ended up finding a, a, what's called an FMO that fit right for me. It was a non-captive agency where I could offer any product that met my client's needs. And that felt really good to me. So I ended up being really good at, at insurance and talking to people over the phone and presenting things. And, um, you know, like I said, it was more out of desperation than anything at first to succeed and make money. But then I realized I actually had a talent for it. And I sold a million in business in eight months, which was... Oh my goodness. Pretty insane. Yeah, it was, it's right. pretty much a record. And then I went on to uh, essentially kind of start building a team, a small team. And and then once that started doing pretty well, I was like, well, why don't I just brand myself as an independent brokerage? And so then I started Naturally. doing that and I launched um, national recruiting campaigns. So now we have around, uh, and it kind of fluctuates because you know these are 1099 positions where people work from home. So they may sell do really well and sell 500 policies a year or they may sell one policy a year so i don't really count the ones that sell one policy a year just because i don't really right. consider them active but i would say across the country i now probably have about 150 active agents and then the sporadic one or two policies a year that may take me over 200 agents but it's kind of hard to keep track of that uh, so all of this has been accomplished from being on unemployment and food stamps to being this agency within five years i guess i guess you can say you're your own inspirational figure in a way <laughs> oh yeah you know and to answer that question you know who was my driving force my inspiration honestly it was um the thought of not having a place to call home with my kids so it wasn't really like i had like a you know like a someone to kind of mentor me or be my inspiration along the way it's nothing like that really it was like sheer just I need well. to, yeah, I need to do this, you know, <laughs> and like whenever I first got into it and I started to see that there's a possibility to make money and it wasn't some sham and it wasn't some, you know, get rich quick scheme or MLM or something like that. I was like, I was like, wow. So, you know, ideally I just wanted to buy groceries, pay my debt, pay my car payment, my rent, everything like that. Um, but then it ended up being so much more. Within a year, I paid off all my credit card debt. A year and a half, I paid off all my student loans. I bought me and my kids our first home. And then just this last year, I bought my building that you were just, you and I were just talking about. So yeah, well, it's, it's yeah, incredible. Definitely congratulations on that. That cl clearly that you put in the hard work and the time and uh, that came that came right back to you and uh, all <laughs> those you. blessings so uh, really happy for you there so uh, what are some of the things your business values most in regards to serving your clients and did that change at all last year during the pandemic sure so one of the things that i really try to imprint on my agents is to treat your clients right the first time 
right? So insurance can be, you know, there are certain types of policies pay more than others, right? And I know it's tempting at first to maybe try to push a higher commissionable product onto a client versus a lower commissionable product that may actually be better for them. Right. Um, but I try to start to kind of tell them from the beginning when they first come in that if you treat someone right the first time, you're not just getting that one paycheck, you're right. going to get 60 because they're going to be your client for every single year, plus their friends and their family until they reach Medicare. And then when they reach Medicare, we can help them with that. And so um, that's kind of the culture that I've brought up and what I've been teaching since the get go is to treat your clients right, build your book of business the right way, and right. it'll come back to you tenfold. Right. That, that, that transparency and that human level uh, mm -hmm. that like clearly so, so much of us need nowadays. Exactly. You know, and that's one of the things I think uh, since I came to this industry with no salesy training or anything like that, you know, I'd never even called a cold call. I've never even called. I had never even called anyone on the phone to ask for business. You know, I cried my very first time I had to dial the number of someone I didn't know, like tears were running down my face. Um, you know, but really what it is, is we provide a service to people that's so important, right? And so insurance is there for the what ifs. And if the what if happens to somebody and they go to use their policy and it's not adequate and it's not what they were told that's huge like we have the uh, we are so impactful on someone's lives and people don't quite understand that that you know if someone has cancer or heart attack stroke or whatever and they didn't have their correct coverage they can literally go bankrupt with medical bills and so it's very important what we do and i think that's where training and mentorship comes in to teach agents how to do the right thing for the clients all right, for sure. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry if uh, you saw that I was smiling or laughing. That was not uh, for. Oh, a, no. That, that I, I was actually responding because that because uh, originally I uh, I, um, I had to take over those responsibilities of like cold calling and like mm -hmm. the mental pre pre preparation of like, OK, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, know, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Well, you know, like I, I uh, just now recently kind of started I'm trying to grow a YouTube, you know, and I have no clue how to do those things, but I kind of started running into sales methods online and, you know, it's, uh, it's usually men and it's like always be closing, keep it simple, stupid. And it tells you how to treat your clients and always trying to close the deal. And that's just not, that's not it. That's not mm -hmm. it, you know, and, and how I teach now that I've, you know, become successful in this industry is really just have a conversation with somebody, talk human to human, find out what their pain point is, and then fix it. There's no need to have any lines or scripts or anything like that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, you you kind of went in, in a little bit into how you, you your business inspired uh, tries to differentiate itself more on like the personal and like the serving side. But I, I kind of of course, this is a innovation podcast, so I want to hear a little bit about uh, what you got on the technical side. So I want to hear some of your domain expertise and uh, what do you think in your industry, in the insurance industry, could be doing differently that you guys are approaching? Sure. 
So on the technical side, we actually keep it pretty simple. Uh, I always kind of tell people doesn't the barrier to entry is not that hard, really. You spend roughly $200 on your license, and then there's a lot of training from there, and then you need to be computer literate. So mm -hmm. I recommend a laptop, internet, and a phone, and it really doesn't take much. As far as like the technology side, everything is provided for us. So all the carriers, name name a carrier blue cross blue shield cigna aetna humana they all have portals that are very user friendly and whenever you have a broker assisting you they can compare each of the plans for you and then whichever one you select you put in your cart it's like mm -hmm. shopping on amazon you fill out your information pay for your premium set up automatic payment and then you're done so honestly the carriers are really on top of things and makes it very simple for us as agents to do our job whether at home in the office or out in the field so so your focus is primarily on innovating like the whole process of um of reaching out and uh introducing people to the idea of insurance yeah, so the way the process works whenever we have a client that we typically help, they fill out a form. So we run advertising and advertising, uh, you know, kind of gets their attention. They fill out a form. It's called a funnel. And then that that lead, that person is then given to an agent. And then that agent's job is to follow up with that person that put in the information and help them find the correct insurance plan for them. All right. Okay. I all right yeah all your questions <laughs> it's it's totally cool like clearly you guys are innovating in in other ways even if it's not not technical and okay. uh, and those are way uh just as much appreciated as as well okay <laughs> yeah so no I worries I, yeah okay we, we we had a guy talking about like a ai uh one time but it, it doesn't yeah. even need to be that complicated but no, i don't i totally feel you yeah, I, I, uh, I'm more on the agency building and training side. I don't really, um, I buy leads, so I don't really do the technical portion of it. You know, I have a marketing firm that does all that for me, so mm -hmm. I don't know that technical side of it. <laughs> I totally, totally feel you that when, when I first joined, uh, joined Nerd Support that managed services, I, I was like, oh, that you upload something to the cloud? <laughs> And I could pull it back out, right? But yeah. yeah. Well, you know, another thing too that actually kind of happened over the pandemic was Zoom. Zoom became massively popular, and honestly, it's a best friend of all of our agents. You know, sometimes clients get confused, and you're they're hearing words like deductible, copay, coinsurance, max out of pocket you know, Medicare Advantage Network, PPO, et cetera, and they just, maybe they're a visual person. So mm -hmm. Zoom actually, which we used it before, but I feel like the pandemic just kind of pushed everyone in that same direction to where people before would be like, oh no, you know, I don't want to do that. But now they're like, they're more inclined to hop on a Zoom. You get to see their face, you get to share your screen and show exactly what you're looking at. So I feel like that technology, the forefront of, of Zooming and sharing your screen really just kind of exploded during the pandemic and helped us out. Yeah, for sure. And so that was a little bit about uh, the more re uh, recent past and, and present. So now I wanna talk about it, your future and Inspired Insurance Solutions future. So what do you guys got uh, on the agenda in the near future? Sure, so I recently expanded my staff. I've had, you know, um, as I was growing and I was a personal producer, I didn't need an assistant. Um, but then whenever I started doing team building, I hired an assistant and I typically just had one. And then last year I expanded to two and then this year I expanded to four. And so the future looks like uh, just becoming a name in the industry. Uh, one of the things that I really 
like to pride myself on is just treating my agents good and and right and uh, being generous with uh, you know compensation and leads and structure and things like that like we have a on Thursdays we do a thirsty Thursday uh, we have a full <laughs> bar cart that we roll around to everybody in the office and they get two drinks and it's just something that oh, that's a lot cute. Of people, yeah it's, it's they look forward to it we have popcorn Wednesdays I have a popcorn maker and so we do like different flavors like kettle corn or caramel corn or uh, Asiago, however you say that, <laughs> cheese mm -hmm. corn, yeah. Asiago, yeah. Asiago, and 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 I just like uh, I throw parties. I've had two this year. I did a spring uh, carnival and a fall carnival, and we do bouncy houses, and we had a dunk tank. Oh. And, <laughs> you know, I just really want it to be. And the thing is, is I don't have to do any of that. I could mm -hmm. not do any of that, right? You know, and and um and I wouldn't be faulted for that either. But I I don't want I want to have a culture where everyone's family and everyone feels like family and they can bring their family to the functions and we get to know their kids and grandkids and stuff like that. You know, I, I that's important to me to show my appreciation for their hard work. Yeah. And so um, I, I pride myself on that. And so I, I want to take that attitude into the future and just keep growing my agency and, and building upon those core fundamentals. Right. And you honestly don't know how happy it, it makes me to, to hear you talk about that. Like that now, nowadays, especially like if you've been hearing, I don't know if you've been hearing about like the strikes that have been going on, that we just need compassionate leaders that like not only want to uh, help serve their communities, but also make sure that their workplace is a is a good place uh, for their employees to th grow and and work, of course. So yeah. It's so a balance, you know, it, it's a balance because you on hiring boards, we talk about we have a bar cart, people may come in with the wrong kind of idea of what we do. And, mm -hmm. and, and you would think it would attract like the party crowd, but it really doesn't, you know, um, we have a very professional, very professional work environment, but on Thursdays, or at three o'clock, everyone loosens their tie for their two drinks, you know, <laughs> and it just kind of helps with uh, morale, culture, retention, everything. Right. Yeah. And like com camaraderie between employees as well. So, so you're not just like, hey, Jim, or like you see him at the water fountain and that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, that's uh, honestly, that's so good to hear, Jesse. Well, it was great talking to you. But before we go, though, of course, uh, where can the audience find you? And do you possibly have anything to share with them? I do. Sure. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I have a book coming out. It's called Soul Beneficiary. And the reason why I came up with that title, I had help with that title, you know, Facebook friends and everything, but <laughs> a sole beneficiary is someone that you leave your life insurance policy to. And that's spelled S-O-L-E. And that's mm -hmm. a common term in insurance, but mine is sole beneficiary, S-O-U-L. Mm -hmm. Because I believe that if people knew about this industry and people knew how you can help clients, but still make a load of money, I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of these, jobs like this, like, you know, I, I went to college, I got $60,000 in student loan debt, and I ended up in a place where I couldn't find a job, you know, and, and come to my rescue is this job that took me uh, two days to get the certificate and only cost me $175. So I feel like if more people knew about this industry, more people would join. And also, I feel like if you sell to your clients from a place of wanting to do right by them, it's, it's more soulful. Anyways, you Definitely. can find out more about the book at soulbeneficiary.com. 
if you sign up, you'll be put in my newsletter. And then when the book gets released, which is January 11th, uh, the first 50 people that buy it will get a substantial discount. All right, great, great. And uh, and where can uh, where can the audience find you? Uh, would you say LinkedIn or what, what would be the best platform for that? Uh, so uh, my website, jessiepark.com, my Instagram, which I can send you my handle and you can put it yeah. up there. Facebook, LinkedIn is fine. Uh, all of those would be great. I, I do keep an active eye on all my social media. I'd say the most when I look at probably is Instagram and Facebook. Okay, well, I'll definitely make sure to plug those in. All right, so you heard her. Go check out her book, Soul Beneficiary. Go give her a, a follow on all those. I'll make sure to include it in this post. So I'm sure she'll appreciate it. So again, Jesse Park from Inspired Insurance Solutions, everyone. Thank you so much for stopping by and thank you for creating a culture of innovation within your business. So we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Hi, Roman here. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Creating a Culture of Innovation. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast, you can apply at cacoi.nerdsupport.com slash podcast. Did you find what we talked about today valuable? Please give it a like and share it on social media. Or if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them and make sure to include the hashtag Creating a Culture of Innovation. We'd love to bring on a diverse group of guests. Since we're regularly putting out new content, subscribe and make sure you don't miss any episodes. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and it mean a lot to me and my team. Want to learn more about nerd support and how we can help you succeed with technology? Visit our website at nerdsupport.com or follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at nerdsupport. Thanks for listening in and we hope you'll stop by next time.